Good day, good day. This is Kyle from the Tourism Marketing Australia podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I appreciate you listening to episode three now. Once again, we're out the dwelling up river, enjoying a beautiful paddle along G'day, g'day. It's Kyle here from Tourism Marketing Australia. I appreciate you tuning in to episode three of Tourism Marketing Australia podcast. Thanks for joining me out on the Murray River in Dwelling Up today. It is a beautiful sunny day. Cruising along this calm, peaceful river surrounded by beautiful jarra trees, wattle, flowering, and all the lovely wildlife, birds and ducks and kangaroos that are out here joining us. We'll see if we can't spot a quokka while we're out here. I wanted to change things up from content that we talked about last podcast to tour guides. What makes a great tour guide and how do you train them? My experience in tour guiding started in 2017. I joined Pedal Perth and began doing running tours, uh, cultural tours and history tours in the Perth CBD on the Pedal Perth rickshaws. And then we also did uh, bar tours, scavenger hunts, which are in part tours and definitely had to be a tour guide run on it. And I had a six plus month stint with OHAWA doing food tours in Perth. I spun off a vegan food tour little sub-brand from OHAWA, OHA Vegan, and crafted, managed, curated, and marketed, and ran these vegan food tours. And these were absolutely great experience. So much food. But the majority of my tour guiding came with Petal Perth, where I ran those tours, and then after a couple of years, began managing the business, and training other tour guides. Uh, While we were there, Zach, Connor, and myself, over a couple of years, we trained over 40 tour guides in Perth. Pedal Perth had the most amount of, has the most amount of tour guides of a tour business in Perth, um, remaining above 30, 40 for a long time. And naturally, with growing that many tour guides, we had to grow a system for it. Seems perfectly well to train your first few tour guides without a system, based on your experience, based on the tour itself. You find the right people, um, those either with experience or the caliber of person that could easily just jump right in and get tour guiding. Um, You want to find the right people. The right people make or break your business, especially in tours. As a guide, your responsibility is to deliver a great experience to the customers, to those on your tours, and represent your brand and business in an exceptional way. Many reviews that are left for tour businesses orientate around one, the experience, and two, the tour guide. Did that tour guide give them a great time? Did they make them feel welcome? Did they make them feel rewarded? Make them happy? Did they show off? the destination, were they passionate about the destination? And so these elements can come naturally to a tour guide or they can be trained and you can teach someone 
how to bring those core elements of a tour guides into their experience. We first started running tour guide trainings by taking uh, our 2B tours guides out on the tours themselves. So we'd find the right candidate. Once we think they're uh, the right person for the role, we would take them out on the tour, showcase what that experience is meant to feel like, meant to um, come across as, the mannerisms, speech, this, what you're saying, whether it's scripted, what parts are scripted and what just goes with the flow. That's a very delicate balance. Uh, and that's how we trained our first few tour guides. We would take them out, have them experience it, have them listen and learn from us. And then we would run mock tours where the teachers would be the customers and the trainee would be the tour guide. And you would let them run their tour, give them pointers, teach them little bits here and there as they go, and try say this, you could improve this stand here. Um, I say this rather strict, strictly, you know, say this, do that. But a good part of being a great tour guide is having the ability to be adaptable, uh, flow really well, be casual and authentic. You don't really want your tour to be as if the tour guide is reading off a script. You want that knowledge, uh, experience, and passion to just be a part of the person, to be a part of your guide, an authentic representation of them. Um, and that's a part of your role as well when you're finding these people. Find people that are true to themselves, speak naturally with authenticity. We found that while most tour guides were extroverted, we still found really great tour guides in more introverted personalities with the confidence of their knowledge, their passion, um, knowing what to expect. They did incredibly well and were very empathic and really great with connecting with customers. So you screen the right people, you train them through experience, and the more you train and teach them, the more you also learn of the best ways to train and teach people how to become the best representation of you, themselves, and the experience. These ideal tour guides are natural advocates for your brand, business, experience, and the destination, and themselves. Their personality should shine through and be a call to arm, call to action for the customer to leave a great review about them. A personality that captivates and connects with people. And in part, that's sales training. Speaking to people, connecting with them. It's, oh, it's communication training. Communication experience. The more you practice something, the more you connect with it, the better you're going to become at it. So you can run a few mock tours with your guides if you like. Get them communicating engage with them, throw a few curveballs at them, get them comfortable in the role, and then bring them along on your tours where you're leading and bring them in as either an observer first or as a assistant. 
So they might not be giving the full speech, uh, the full, they might not be leading the way, but they'll be there and they'll be chatting with guests. And we found that can work really well. Uh, it allows you also to have somebody following up at the back. If that's the sort of tour that requires uh, assistance following up along, if it's a hiking tour or a paddle tour, um, rickshaw bicycle tour where the leader's at the front and the assistant is Charlie at the back bringing everybody along um, and that can be an easy way for them to get into the professional mode of the tour um, they're re more relaxed because they're not leading it but they know their stuff you've trained them well and they can connect with the audience connect with the people on the tour and just have a great time and add great value to the customer's experience assisting them helping them out answering any questions uh, fun remarks destination tips and tricks if they didn't quite hear what you said they can reiterate it um, an assistant tour guide is an absolute uh, very helpful definitely a really good addition to a tour not every tour needs them and not every tour guide wants an assistant necessarily We've run tours with one lead um, where you might have three to six people and one lead tour guide. But when it became more than five, six people, we usually added in a second tour guide, an assistant, a co-lead. Um, and that really added that extra element, allowed someone to follow up, be an additional helping hand, organize things, make sure the tour is running smoothly while the leader leads the tour and speaks to the history, culture, information of the tour, direction for the participants. And then, once your tour guide's been on a couple of assisting tours, it's their day in the sun. Get them out. Get them on their tour. You've trained them, you trust them. You know that you, you know they know what they're doing. Make sure that they know you trust them and you have confidence in their experience uh, don't give them any reason to doubt what they know is true you've given them an exceptional training experience they had fun doing it and now it's time for them to get out there and deliver great experiences and share their passion and their love for the destination the attractions and the experience itself and the business and off and away they go to become your best most reviewed, biggest advocate for your tour brand. So that's a great process of in-person tour structuring, uh, tour training structuring. And then a great accessory to this and something we used uh, at Pedal Perth a lot more post-COVID and as we uh, trained more and more staff over the years out of COVID, as we grew the business and grew the amount of tour guides we had operating, uh, we added in Google Classroom as a really strong education assisting platform. Um, Google Classroom was just really well set up for online education at the time of COVID. So as because we were building a lot of systems in our downtime during COVID for Pedal Perth, um, identified Google Classroom to be a great platform for us to add more scalability and uh, knowledge 
transference and knowledge store. So at some point, and I did move on from Petal Perth, we wanted to capture as much of um, our knowledge as we could so we could pass it on to whoever came after us and set up the right systems and also add a smooth experience for the tour guide. When I was first learning about the Perth's history and culture, I recorded um, audio of various locations, the information about them, how many wildflowers there are in the southwest, 12,000. And that audio became uh, a strong educational tool for me. I'd listen to it over and over again as I learned the route, script, and speech of my tour. And so we added audio, video, written to Google Classroom. It took time. Um, thankfully, during COVID, we had some downtime. But even after COVID, uh, Pedal continued, Zach and Connor continued to add video platform video content to the platform, uh, it becomes an owned education platform for you. One-time work that pays off over and over again as you do tours, as you train more tour guides. And if you're training, you know, more than a few tour guides a few month, every few months, it can become quite tedious if you're trying to, you know, train three or four new tour guides in a single month. Um, having that excess online education platform will give you uh, a tool to direct them to learn and educate themselves and grow confident in what they know at their own pace in their own time um, and you can incentivize that learning through the role itself through additional incentives if you like it just depends on your type of um, incentive structure and what you're looking to achieve with your tour guides you can give them a bonus for completing said work. Uh, we found that was a great way to get started. Um, we sort of had people hand in assignments, so to speak, as they went through Google Classroom. So they could sign their contract in Google Classroom and submit it. They could complete the workshop platforms uh, and submit them on Google Classroom so we could see who's read and submitted what. Um, and that was just great for allowing our potential and upcoming tour guides to learn the information about the tour, about the destination, about the business. Um, we included brand and business, his business history and brand identity in there. Uh, the vision, the mission, the goal of Petal Perth. Um, and you can add that in there too for your tour and your business or your uh, destination marketing organization. Having that resource there that allows your employees, contractors to learn your business is uh, super beneficial. They can come back to it time and time again um, when they need to brush up or they've got a big event coming. It can be super helpful. And then as we got out of COVID, the duality of in-person training and online training was incredibly beneficial uh, having that duality of experience allowing people to learn how they best learn whether it's in person audio visual written you're catering your tour education to any type of learner it's like that uh, story of training a school teacher training a fish to climb or judging marking a fish on its ability to climb not all your tour guides learn the same 
they're all going to be learning in different ways. And that's your role as a facilitator and educator to teach your potential tour guides the right way or to teach them in a way that they speak to best and learn best. Whether it's in person, audio, visual, or written. So that's the tour education and tour guide training that we set up at Pedal Perth. And the structure remains consistent, similar year after year as great foundation for education of our tour guides. Um, as the after I left Petal Perth, Zach and Connor continued and Julie continued to grow the education platform and the tour structure and standard operating procedures for tour guide training. Writing those procedures down, writing your training down, writing your scripts or information about the destination or the experience really allows your tour guide your tour guides to learn and gives you an owned education platform or system that you write at once, you film at once, and you can use it time and time again. Um, and that consistency allows your brand and business to maintain a consistent experience for customers. And this is particularly important for return customers. Return customers love consistent experience. If they had a great time out paddling on the Dwelling Up River, the next time they're out paddling on the Dwelling Up River, they want to have a great time. You want to ex People like to expect uh, things or at least meet their expectations. So if you set a great expectation the first time, having that consistency in your training will allow your consistent experience to come across different tour guides as well. I heard a great story, uh, well, not, it wasn't a story, it was an experience of a cafe somewhere around Bondi that grew really well, grew, grew really rapidly, and they expanded across the state and intrastate uh, into, into other states. So they went to Tasmania as well and put a roastery in a cafe in Tasmania by the same name and a interstate traveler was in Tasmania and his hometown was Bondi. And he went to the same cafe in Tasmania and was like, wow, this is incredible. How did you get the beans from over there and give it the same taste, the same experience, the same love as uh, the home cafe in Tasmania? Oh, sorry, in Bondi. And they're like, oh, uh, neither of these cafes are the original. They're all accessory, to, uh, accessory systems or extra cafes, franchises small business franchises. But the training and the procedures were consistent. So the experience was consistent. People got a great coffee, a great customer experience, a great spatial interior experience each time, and each time they went to a different venue. And that builds a great brand and a great reputation. You certainly want to add personality um, between tour guides and let their personal um, their personal personalities stand out and shine as a light and allow them to connect with the participants on your tours or in your destination in your business 
but delivering a similar and consistent experience of greatness just does wonderful things for the customer experience, word of mouth marketing, and their reviews. If somebody continues to come to your business time after time and experience great, consistent brand and business and experience, that's going to be a very strong indicator that they will share your business through word of mouth marketing. And we know how much tourism loves word of mouth marketing. And with that, we will conclude episode three of the Tourism Marketing Australia podcast. Thanks for tuning in to my paddling podcast on <laughs> the Dwelling Up River, or the Murray River in Dwelling Up. Uh, lovely time speaking with you all, and I'll catch you in episode four. Have a great day.